Hey, Howard Jacobson here. Welcome to today's Plant Yourself podcast. A quick reminder, this podcast is free for everyone and supported by patrons. So if you would like to find out about becoming a patron of the show and helping us out, helping defray the cost, helping to spread the message, you can do so at plantyourself.com slash gift. Thanks so much and enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Howard Jacobson. This is a special coronavirus version of the Plant Yourself podcast. I'm speaking to you here from lockdown in South Africa. And what I wanted to talk about today is the phrase, you and what army? So when I was a kid, when somebody threatened somebody else and the person who was being threatened wanted to stand up for themselves, wanted to uh, assert their dominance in the situation, we'd often say, oh, yeah, you and what army? And the implication was that the person was all alone and a one-on-one wasn't going to go well. And if they were going to call your bluff, they would see whether the one-on-one was going to go the way they wanted. What does this have to do with what's going on these days? Well, I've been talking to a lot of people who are homebound, worried, maybe grieving, feeling helpless, feeling hopeless, feeling out of control. And the natural thing for them to do, it seems, is, well, what the hell? Let me just eat whatever makes me feel good right now. Let me just have the chocolate. Let me have the donut. Let me drink the alcohol or the soda. You know, now is not the time to be focusing on a good diet. My God, look look at what's going on here. And, of course, we understand that we understand two things. We understand that impulse to just let me let me feed my soul a little bit. Let me get some comfort. Let me get some something that makes me happy. Give me gives me some dopamine when I'm kind of cooped up, locked up, worried, all that. Perfectly understandable. And we also know that the virus is more likely to cause the illness if you're not at peak health, if your immune system is compromised, if you have inflammation from sugar or from meat or dairy, if you haven't been moving your body, if you're sitting still hunched in a turtled, stressed out position and not you know, doing stretches, doing jogging in place, yoga, whatever you can do in your in your lockdown situation. We know if you're not sleeping well, we know if stress is running rampant, all of these are predisposing factors to if you encounter the virus actually contracting COVID-19. They are also risk factors for a more serious reaction that if you do catch it, you know, a lot of people, especially young people, tend to shake it off. It tends to be mild. And in older people and in immunocompromised people and in people with pre-existing conditions like heart disease, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, it can be much more dangerous, even lethal. And we know that people who are in top, tip-top immune shape also are less likely to spread it to others. 
So what are we going to do? We need our, our dopamine. We need relaxation. We need release. We need things that make us smile, things that make us happy. And we want to keep living healthy. So, you know, if you're at that point on the curve of your health journey where eating well and exercising and doing stress management and getting a decent you know, sleep hygiene regimen, so you go to bed on time, where that's all joyful to you, where you see that as evidence of taking care of yourself, evidence of loving yourself, and you, and you enjoy the feeling, you enjoy the crunch of kale in a salad, you enjoy the feeling of heart pounding as you as you exercise intensely, then you don't have a problem. Then the dopamine and the physical health are identical. But a lot of us aren't there. A lot of us see our health behaviors as sort of little bitty punishments, right? So, well, I overate, so I got to exercise or I stayed in bed, so I have to, you know, eat a grapefruit instead of a, a full meal or that it's still a form of restriction, that eating well is simply a matter of depriving myself of the good stuff, of the stuff that I love. Now, we know of course, don't we, that when we eat the lousy stuff that we feel good for about two seconds. And then afterwards, we start to feel bad again because the food itself causes reactions in our body that are that are suboptimal, whether it's a, a giant glucose dump that our pancreas has to overwork to deal with, whether it's a very fatty meal where the fat gets into our uh, arteries and then goes and gets stored in our uh, muscle tissue, whether it's alcohol that our body has prioritizes to uh, metabolize as a toxin. And there's the, the shame that comes along with eating something that we know is not good for us. So, you know, the high two seconds and then the low can can last for quite a while. So what do we do? So remember you and what army? So we all have immune cells. We have an immune system and it's a complicated system and it's way more complicated than I understand or would uh, deign to explain here. But basically, we got a bunch of cells whose job it is to go through the body and deal with foreign intruders, to deal with pathogens, viruses, bacteria, fungi. And they get fed we feed them and we either feed them well or we feed them poorly. Now, if you were preparing for a battle, if you were uh, defending your town, your state, your country, your planet from an invading force that seems unreasonable with, un un unnegotiable with, and they're just going to come at us, do you want your troops to be well-fed, well-treated, well-taken-care-of, or starving, haggard, sleeping in squalid conditions, right? You'd want your army to be as strong as possible. So I want you to think about your immune system as this army that you are preparing and you're urging on and you're blowing the trumpets for and recognizing that this army is mobilized and moralized by you taking care 
of yourself. So it's not just for you now. It's for this army. You and that army are out there in this world in which a pandemic is raging. So think about the food that you eat in those terms. Think about the healthy meal you make with the fresh cooked veggies, with the beans, with potatoes, with healthy condiments and sauces as a mess hall for the troops that you're going to need for you, for your family, for your community, for the entire world right now. The world's gotten pretty small, has it not? We're doing this for everyone. And take a look at those sugary treats and the fatty, salty stuff, the artificial ingredients, the highly processed white sugar, white flour stuff. That's decimating your army before it even gets to fighting a real battle. There's, there's no joy in that. So where do we get our joy? Uh, and this is me switching to the actual correct microphone, which I just noticed I hadn't been using. So apologies for the sound quality up till now. Where do we get our joy if we don't want to get it from junky food, from alcohol, from cigarettes, from things that are going to undermine our immune system and not make us joyful for very long and give us a rebound of negativity right after that? Where do we, where do we, where do we approach joy? So remember that dopamine can come not just from food. Dopamine can come from life. So we can get some dopamine from listening to music that we love, from moving our bodies, from reading a good book, from watching a TV series or a movie. I wouldn't recommend, you know, distracting ourselves endlessly with, uh, with binge-watching Netflix. But remember that cert certain things that, that can bring us joy can bring us on much more profound and lasting joy. And in this time, you know, what really brings us joy is interacting with other people. And so we're, you know, we're told to uh, engage in social distancing. Now, Peter Levine, one of, one of my teachers by proxy, I've never met him, but uh, his books and his, uh, his writings and his videos have been very influential. He, he is the founder of something called somatic experiencing, which is a way of dealing with and resolving trauma. He doesn't like the term social distancing. He prefers physical distancing. We need social engagement. So however you can engage with other people, whether it's people who are in your home, like really working on deepening the relationship, whether it's people that you're in contact with through your work, whether it's people you're on Skype or WhatsApp or Zoom or the telephone or, or Facebook or YouTube or Instagram, Look for, look for ways to connect. Look for ways to help others, to provide support. Look for, become, um, as a, a friend of mine, Chester Elton says, a, uh, a connoisseur of gratitude. Look for what is working right now. Look for what's brightening up. And that's not to say to deny anything that's going on whether in the world or in your personal life or in your family or anyone that you've lost. It's not to paint a rosy picture on it, but simply to reaffirm life, to reaffirm that 
we have the capacity, we have an inborn need to be together, to sing, to dance. You know, my friend Josh comes from Louisiana, where in New Orleans they have the, the, the second line, the tradition of the second line, which is a, uh, a, a musical parade that follows the casket to the funeral and plays somber music at first and then following the ceremony turns into a celebration, a celebration of life. Um, after Katrina, New Orleans had a, a second line as people came back together to try to rebuild. And now New Orleans again is in the center of a storm, this time of, uh, of, of the increasingly rampant incidence of COVID-19 in that community. And they're mourning. And they're going to mourn with music. And when they can catch their breath, they're going to celebrate with music as well. Music, dance, talking to people, social engagement while practicing um, physical distancing, reading, writing, contemplating, meditating, doing vigorous physical exercise. Even if, you, even if you're in a two-by-two space, as, you'll, as long as you can get high knees or high butt kickers, you can give yourself a workout. Jumping jacks, burpees, hold yoga positions, Practice your breathing. Practice muscle tension and relaxation. Practice self-massage. If you're quarantined with someone else, share massage. Look for, look for dopamine in new places. Because this is, this is what we've been training for. If you've been on this path, if you listen to this podcast and you have been working on living a healthier life, working on improving your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual, psychological health, your stamina, your immune function, your outlook, this is the moment you've been training for. This is not the time to drop all of your habits, to drop your training, and, and simply self-medicate with stuff that's going to make it worse. All right, so uh, I'm going to try to do these daily. I don't know if it's going to be useful or not. Feel free to not listen. Feel free to unsubscribe. Also, feel free, I'll be posting these um, links to these on Facebook and, on, of course, on the Plant Yourself website. I'd love to hear comments. So, again, you know, I'm physically distant from pretty much everyone, and I would love to be socially connected with you. So, uh, again, you can always email hj at plantyourself.com or go to the Plant Yourself Facebook page or the uh, Instagram, which is AskHowie, A-S-K-H-O-W-I-E, or just uh, go to plantyourself.com and uh, you can comment under this particular episode. So uh, let's hang in there. If you have questions, if you have anything you'd like me to talk about, anything that would be helpful, anything at all, leave a comment there or email me directly, and I will do my best. So uh, let's hang in there. Let's be compassionate with ourselves in every sense. Let's feed that army that's going to keep us as, as safe and as well as it possibly can. And let's send some love into the world, all right? Okay, take care. Be well, my friends. 
All right, time for thanks. Thanks to Will Ridenour for allowing me to use his beautiful song "Sabali Don," the dance of peace. You can find more of Will's music at his website, willridenour.com. And of course, thanks to all of you Plant Yourself podcast patrons. Kim Harrison, Lynn McClellan, Anthony Disson, Brittany Porter, Dominic Maurer, Barbara Whitney, Tammy Black, Amy Good, Amanda Hatherley, Mary Jane Wheeler, Ellen Kennelly, Mr. Cobb, Rachel Behrens, Christine Nielsen, Tina Sharp, Tina Ahern, Jennifer Lukanovsky, David Bizek, The Mysterious, Michelle X, Elspeth Feldman, Leah Stoller, Alan Christensen, Colleen Peck, Michelle Landry, Josina, Sarah Durkis, Rhymes with Circus, Kelly Cameron, Wayne Pedersen, Janet Selby, Janet Selby, Janet Selby, hi Janet, Claire Adams, Tom Franzak, Jeanette Benham, Gillisert, David Donahue, Blair Cyborg, Dorona Vizov, Gio and Carl- Carolyn Argentati, Jody Friesner, Ruth Ann Funderburg, Misha Rosen, Michael Warbeck, the equally mysterious Tracy Z, Aviva Lael, Alicia Lemus, Rebecca Hughes, Val Lineman, Rhymes with Cinnamon, Nick Harper, Martha Bergner, Susan Ahmad, Zanali Levine, the inscrutable Harry R., Susan Laverty, the Panda Vegan, Craig Kovic, Adam Sharp, Karen Burry, Heather Morgan, Kelly Machia, D.N. Norton, Bonnie Lynch, Plant Happy Oregon, Sabina Kurtzels, Nigel Davies, Marion Blum, Teresa Cobble, Julian Rodkins, Breed O'Connell. Shannon Hirschman, Linda Ayat, Holm Hedegaard, Izatuzinwa, Connie Hainline, Aaron Greer, Alicia Davis, Heather O'Connor, Carolyn Jensen, Sherry Olakoski of Plant Power for Health, Karen Smith, Scott Marani, Karen Joe Crabtree, Tanya Lewis, Kirby Burton, Teresa Carell, Kevin McCauley, Elizabeth Rothschild, Dan Jesse, Cheryl Dwyer, Jenny Hazleton, Valerie Peltier, Peter W. Evans, Colleen Harrison, Justin Divich, Ashra Summermeyer, Dennis Bird, Darby Kelly, Laurie Fanny, Linnea Lundquist, Valerie Hummel, Emily Iaconelli, Levy Wallach, Rosamund McAtee, Dan Bacorny, Stephen Leenan, Patty DiMartino, Mike and Donna Karts, Dean Bishop, Bill Brielf, Gunter Schmidt, Marjorie Lewis, Kelly Molden, Trisha Adams, Ian Kramer, Nancy Sheldon, Lindsay Bayshore, Gunmarie Hagen, Tracy Gulledge, Laura Heaton, Meg from Mama Says, Rochelle Kennedy, Diana Goldman, Stacey Stokes, Ben Savage, Michael Kay, Holly Butler, David Hughes, Connie Rogers, Claire England, Sally Robertson, Parham Ganshik, Amy Daly, Brian Tourville, Mark Jeffrey Johnson, Josie Dempsey, Karen Schmidt, Pamela Hayden, Emily Perryman, Olga Sidorowska, Allison Corbett, Richard Stone, Lauren Vaught of Edible Musings, Aaron Hasty, Sean Owen, Sagar Nayak, Erica Piedra, Danielle Roberts, and Michael Lushton for your generous support of the podcast. That's it for now. As always, be well, my friends. <laughs>